0: Let's talk about toxic lead gen bros. There's a number of people where you've called them out. Do you
1: still see those in the roofing Facebook groups, those guys? And it's one thing when your competition calls you out, but when your own employees calling you crook, you, like Lee tried to fight me, uh, you know, outside of a restaurant. He tried to fight me at the expo. Like I know how to fight. I can knock you out. You know, if something breaks, like I know how to, like I fought all my life. I'm from Russia. Like That's one thing I would tell just,
0: Other marketing agencies getting better about turning people down, where you know, like, try Mm. to do the math on ROI. Hey, how's it going? It's Tim Brown, and this is the Hook Better Leads podcast. And I have a perennial guest. This is his his 2023 appearance on the Hook Better Leads show. Thank you for joining me, Dimitri Lipinski. Absolutely. Um, And we're talking about lead generation fails and what you can do to make those less likely. Um, you've seen a lot of people spend a ridiculous amount of money on lead gen and uh, you get complaints from people. And All the of, time. One of your favorite companies to talk about is Home Advisor and Angie. We're going to touch on them, but we're also going to talk about toxic lead gen bros on Facebook that, that come after you in the DMs. We're going to talk about also just how to get a better relationship with your marketing agency so you're less likely to experience one of these fails. Um, So the first question for you is, are you still uh, negative on HomeAdvisor and Angie? And why are still some people advocating for them?
1: I don't see a lot of people advocating. We have tons of GMs, people wanna join the class action. And to be honest with you, like fool me once, it's on me, fool me twice. Like fool me once, it's on you. Fool me twice, it's on me. And if you still believe to this day in HomeAdvisor goodness or that they can generate results, you didn't do your research, you didn't read the articles, you didn't watch the videos, you should try it, right? And- But they're
0: so persuasive on those phone calls.
1: Of course, but you have to try like, you know, one, $2,000, you waste money, you documented it, you know, move on. But uh, I don't see the change. I don't see anything that HomeAdvisor does different. Like they're just not willing to change the model like AngelList used to have better model and HomeAdvisor just doesn't. So they ruined every platform that ever purchased because they acquired a lot, you know, handyman's and stuff and they're losing contractors, they're losing homeowners. So in that regard, I see more and more complaints. And, you know, I'll give you an example, even when we do stuff on class action lawsuit like hey guys they lost they have to pay fine i'm gonna put a link below for class action and it's like i'm not the one behind class action like there's a law firm uh, chemicals is the name and i put the link top comment description everywhere and then people still comment like how do you file uh, class action well google google home advisor class action lawsuit like, like the, the, everybody wants help, people wants to air their frustrations, but you have to fight for yourself. You have to file dispute. If you're not willing to report a company, if you're not file like ready like to to join class action lawsuit, it's one single form. So you'll go to roofinginsights.com to fill the form for me to help you. But if you're not gonna go to if you cannot do Google search and submit the form to join uh, lawsuits. Like, I can't help you if you cannot help yourself. So in that regard, like. Do you think
0: that will turn into something?
1: Oh, it's, lawsuit? it's, it's, it's going forward. Like uh-huh. they tried to dismiss it for years. It's going forward. They have thousands of people because of us, actually, they have thousands of people sign up.
0: Let's talk about toxic lead gen bros on Facebook. It's sometimes in the DM, sometimes in the group, uh, generally characterized by, they can get you this enormous amount of leads and it's people talking about like $30 a lead, crazy numbers, things like that. And sometimes it's Facebook ads and there's a legitimate avenue, but you had a couple of fights this last couple of years. Uh, I'm not gonna name names. Well, let's just say, you know, like the don't get wax people, but also there's been a number of these, right? Like. Yep. I don't want to go into names just because i'm not trying to start fights but there's a number of people where you've called them out do you still see those in the roofing facebook groups those guys and why do they keep popping up uh
1: well they keep popping up because of guys like tai lopez uh who is multiplying these marketers because you know we have a lot of gurus um, who sells the dream job of a marketer it's easy to sell a business owner uh, package you know i call you it's like team. you're not on facebook you're not advertising let me help you so imagine if if i sell you $2,500 a month package and i work you know two three hours on your account and i can get 10 of you so now i'm making $2,500 25000 a month not even working 40 hours so it's a good deal for them it's been a bad deal for the business owner
0: so you've had these fights like I'm saying Waxman is one example, yeah. and there's a number of other ones that we talked about yeah. before this. Why did those people? And there's a couple of them that why do they stick around, and how do they keep finding their audience when you you're you're pretty loud mm-hmm. on the internet, so like people could I, search the their name. I would say, I would
1: say this: once we call someone out, they have to move on. Like Waxman is nowhere to be found. Uh, Drive Social is nowhere to be found. They don't really
0: because that was a pretty big company.
1: Well they, they, they you're not gonna find them in the groups they still can do business they' still gonna exist and they're still gonna fight people but like once I call you out on the roofing space people are gonna be skeptical because what's happening is like a roofing industry and you know majority of the community is smaller than people think mm-hmm. and it goes bo- both for bad players like I'm talking about bad contractors who, Don't like to pay sales, guys. It goes, uh, right? Word spreads around. So we have this mentality that industry is big. You know, you have 50 to anywhere from 50 to $300 billion. Depends how you count. You count sales or you count uh, revenue of the companies. But let's say it's a $50 billion company, uh, $50 billion industry. It's a lot of people involved. Now, if you start screwing with people, your reputation goes in front of you. So we have mentality of like, okay, I have dispute with this guy, I'll go to another. But what's in happen- other groups? Sell other people. But it was happening. Next time you have dispute or advertise with others, people start tagging. Like the video I'm gonna make about you. Next time you advertise, people tag that. So like, and it's very hard to delete the video, or like, or not to react to it. Mm-hmm. Like you have to go. Like I'll give you one name, John Paramore. So he's a recruiter. Like I, I talk to his employees. And it's one thing when your competition calls you out. But when your own employees calling you crook, when your employees quitting. I mean, imagine people in this room quit and you say, Tim, you're a crook. You're screwing roofers. I cannot work for you. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, it's one thing when your client have a dispute with you, but, but you can still explain to your team what went wrong, right? Like you tried mm-hmm. hard, there's miscommunication. But well, in John Paramore case, he has like 10 employees calling him crook. Mm-hmm. So he, he has a, a recruiting package. He collected $150,000 from roofers to recruit and he has zero people working for him actually doing recruiting. Hmm. That's the problem, you cannot deliver, right? and so when you call out a person like that he can block you but his reputation goes in front of him like yes he's gonna think of lee is as one of those people lee his reputation catches up to him yeah
0: I, i know that you guys are about to fight how much of that is just uh masculine posturing and how much of that is you believe he's truly a scam artist
1: i call lee hate is the best of the worst so i call it like and here's the thing like i've i gave my stage and i promoted like anywhere from 40 to 70 people you know john sinek uh, martin Pettigrew, adam benzman i mean my list of people that i promote and i endorse all of them like jim johnson all the good guys i give stage to good people i promote them i interview them i give them podcasts i do events with them you know, I don't talk negatively or think about my competition. You know, over the years, I called out three players, Anthony Domenico, John Paramore, and Lee Hade. And I would say Lee Hate is the best out of the worst. So I think he has good intentions. I think he generally is trying to do something, but he inherited very bad business model of storm chasing, going over people, and star sales guys, you know, um, chasing sales versus chasing profits, a lot of like bad, bad business practices. I mean, he, he was born into it. Mm. Like Marty Hyde built a $100 million company, like and over the past, you know, 20 years, he, he has nothing but disputes and lawsuits, like every year, and he's not profitable. So what happens when you're not profitable? What happens when you have millions of dollars you owe to ABC supply? By
0: the way, I'm probably going to try to have them on this podcast.
1: (laughs) That's fine. To respond to this
0: as as a lead up to the the fight, which is really sounds like it's really happening in December. it, It will happen. You guys are actually going to fight. I mean, what do you say to people in the industry that say this is bad for the industry? They say fighting and the way this makes it look to insurance carriers that it might make it look like roofing is a disreputable industry or the contractors are are not reputable.
1: I think what Lee is doing is, like Lee likes to say that he's a bad example. When when you yell and scream at public adjusters, when you uh, don't respect homeowners privacy, and you go like when you solicit a neighborhoods with, without a permit, like, I question
0: for you. you, you watch this content then? Yeah. you watch this video
1: just recently after, after we accepted the fight, I started, but, but the thing is, there's is a bad vibe to it. Like when you try to attack me or like when you like Lee tried to fight me, uh, you know, outside of a restaurant, he tried to fight me at the expo. I think w- what we're doing this time. And I mean, we have professional, um, venue. We have a contract signed, there are rules right? It's a third party. I think it's a sporting challenge. Boxing is a sport. Boxing is not violent. As a matter of fact, here's the thing. Here's my answer to violence per se. Professional fighters, MMA fighters, professional fighters, boxers, they will do everything they can to avoid the fight in real life. Like, I know how to fight. I can knock you out, You know, if something breaks, like, I know how to, like, I fought all my life. I'm from Russia. Like, in Russia, all my friends, they were from Dagestan, where Khabib Nurmagomedov is. And I used to fight, like, when I was like seventh grade, um, father brought a boy, who was from Dagestan, to my father, I broke his finger. He was like, you have to pay medical bills. My dad says, you know what? They fought, is there a deal? If you don't want, if you want to walk away as a whole yourself, Get out of my face. Like, that's my childhood, right? So, I'm not afraid of, like, I've never been afraid of a man. Like, you don't, but you don't
0: think that this, you don't think that this is actually a negative on the roofing industry?
1: It's, I think, dealing like cage, uh, cage fight or boxing fight, no. But negative is, or amateur is when. When the roofers fight outside of Home Depot, that would be negative. <laughs> roofers fight yeah. at ABC Supply, at a conference. So organized fight is different. Of course. It's, it's a sporting challenge. It's, it's just like arm wrestling. It's a, it's a fitness challenge. Yeah. You challenge me to the fight, I accept the fight. It's like, I don't see, like, okay, Zuckerberg versus Elon Musk. I would love to watch this. I don't think it's unprofessional. I don't think it's bad. But if- Yeah, more, no one really
0: called that one out.
1: No one said, this is bad for social media ex- professionalism. Ex- exactly. Because there's something to it. Yeah. We like it. I think it's a good entertainment. I think there's nothing wrong with it. Like, I like physical fitness challenge. I don't care if it's, I mean, it, for me, it's the same, identical. If you would say, I can run 100 meters faster than you. yeah, Or like, I can lift more weights with you. Or, okay, let's go train and let's do it. And you guys are down, doing this down in Atlanta? Yes
0: uh, Raymond Little is hosting from what I understand, or is uh, there's helping, pref- no,
1: he's just help us. It who, yeah. Yeah. Is- and if,
0: if you guys do put it together, I just want to hereby. uh, say Oh, now, it's happening. There's- I would like to be an announcer for this and I would love to invite best damn roofer Josh bigger. There's like five
1: people nominate themselves. I to know NASA.
0: I'm, I'm hereby throwing <laughs> my, my name into the ring and I'm asking Josh bigger to join me. Hey, thanks for watching this episode. Please like, comment and subscribe. It really helps other people see this content. We're back every Tuesday and Friday with the podcast and we've got a ton of other videos. Thanks guys. Did your company want to build your brand and get more jobs in the neighborhoods you're currently working in? The Brick by Brick Playbook allows you to establish your brand, your reputation and gain trust in any neighborhood in your service area with a series of four postcards, sent once a week to the neighbors of your current jobs. If you want to get more work in the neighborhoods you're currently working in, get with the team at Dope Marketing and get your brick by brick playbook set up today. So, we talked about lead gen bros, we talked about Angie and Home Advisor. Let's just talk about the other things, that are, like because some of those lead gen bros, it is cold call centers, right? There's, yeah. there's a, uh, categories of this, right? There's categories. The cold call centers sometimes work. Like for instance, we just talked about Raymond Little. He has his own sure. call center that works really, really well. So I do think one thing is to ask them, how are you going to get these leads? So when people are asking about leads and how, the, how are you going to get these leads? Is it a call center? What does that look like? Where is it at? What is, you know, that type of thing. I think that those are questions to ask. Do you believe call centers can be legitimate? What yeah. do you what huh. do you think? How do you what do you ask to try to get to the bottom of where these leads are coming from and the quality?
1: Well, you have to do your research. It's your business on the line. Understand the risk, understand what you're signing up for like for example with the call centers. If you sign up with a call center who is shady, like let's say you you know, you sign up with a call center from Mexico City, right? What's going to happen if they're going to call Uh, numbers should not be called right if you get in trouble for soliciting to you know do not call list who is liable you or a call center Mm. like simple stuff like that how is your business going to be affected by it so let's say you buy a big package and you get you call 100 uh, homeowners today what will happen when you start getting negative reviews on the internet Mm. from it. Like just- People get
0: negative reviews from door knocking sometimes.
1: (laughs) Exactly, exactly. So you don't have to do the business with people to review it because if you do something to people who, you know, if you do business in a way that people don't like you to do business with them, like I hate door knockers at my place. And I
0: don't love cold calls.
1: (laughs) Exactly, so it's annoying. Uh, So assume the risk. Do you, you, like, especially third party, you can't control. You can control your employee. So I love call centers. There's nothing wrong with the call centers. Biggest companies in the country use call centers, but they usually own them, Yeah, you know.
0: And that is kind of the the real takeaway is, like, if you can own the whole process and define, like what Raymond said he likes is being able to define the script. Exactly. And he writes them, you know, he's part of writing them, which is different than just, like, somebody across the world doing it and saying whatever they want to say. The same goes to Facebook lead gen companies. Sometimes if they're putting leads that are like, it's a $7,000 roof or whatever, that's the, there's a lot of those ads. You see them mm-hmm. and it puts a false idea into the customer's head. That's going to be very uncomfortable when your sales guy says the roof is $20,000. Yep. And so that's the only thing you have to figure out just practically how to make that switch in their mind after you get a lead from a Facebook ad that says $7,000 and you're saying it's 20, how do you how do you position that? So people have figured out how to work it, obviously, because there's mm-hmm. a lot of them still. It's just something to, it's not the ripest lead is what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. the ripest lead is like they know your price. They're still interested because of various reasons, probably because they got to know you. Yep. And you know, that's, that's one major benefit of actually, I think you should pair Facebook ads with putting out good organic content on social media. So maybe they like your page and they're actually seeing some videos from you or things like that. I think it's going to warm up the lead, that type of thing. So that goes to the next point a little bit is like our lead gen companies or marketing companies can only do as good as what we're, you know, we're also supporting a little bit. Like I think our, our clients always do a lot better when they are doing some organic social media when they're doing some job site branding when they're doing things like this when they're turning every fifth or every tenth deal into another referral and and part of that is I think social media Stokes referrals so but how have you seen and I I know that every single marketing company that has ever existed in the roofing spaces you probably talk to somebody about them like the clients talk to people but like what have you seen as been principles that allow a roofing company to actually get a good experience from a marketing company? Because certainly there's things you can do as a roofing company owner or a marketing manager to get a better experience, to get better results from a, a company. So what have you seen work to help get that better result?
1: You mentioned earlier, creating your own content. Uh, if you, and nobody understands your business better than you do. If you understand your value proposition like having solid offers like if you call a marketer and say hey here's my best seller how can i sell more of it like for example let's say you do 200 dollar gutter cleaning if you explain it to the marketer now marketer will have to just repackage it right like i deal with it right now with the directory Mm -hmm. so i hire marketers we do facebook ads and stuff but first is i have to create content how do you sell directory to the homeowners and to the contractor like brand new service, marketers doesn't understand it. Like I cannot just hire a Facebook guru and give him money and say advertise directory.com. You know, he will create ads, but they probably not gonna be effective. So you have to figure out your business. Think about yourself as like, if you're a McDonald's, if you restaurant and you have something on the menu, like how do you advertise it? Like, what do you put? Like, let's say you buy an ad in a magazine And now, like you have a special offer, like $3.99 for this. Like you as a business, you have to come up with a hook, with a with a really good offer. And then marketer will put, you know, if he truly knows what he's doing, he will figure out how to build audience, who to put that ad in front, but he will desperately need a copy the image, the value proposition. And what I found is that a lot of roofers, for example, don't have value proposition. They all have the same free inspection. Do you know how hard it is to advertise free inspection? It's insane. Like free inspection for what? Like nobody believes in it. So now you're gonna hire someone, pay them 2,500 bucks a month to advertise free inspection that nobody wants. Like give me something better. Mm. Think outside of the box. Uh, I don't know. If the I w- best
0: marketers will challenge you a little bit when you when, true like we ask what makes you different. And then like the first answer usually isn't the one we use. We have to dig deeper. We have to say, exactly. no,
1: for real. Like, well, give me the best product. Like, yeah. and that, that's what I do. Like a directory. So we do a lot of uh, funny videos. I actually create like in the marketing fitness program and in directory, we have a videos so and we create and I tell them, like, I give my roofers a script. My name is, I'm the owner of, and I ask them, my favorite product is, like, I'll give you an example. Chris Perosky, um, all-face construction in uh, Tampa, Florida. You know, his best-seller. He has this solar uh, vent. It's $1,500 solar vent. I actually flew there. We did the video. I mean, that's the stuff we're talking about. So now I have a $1,500 solar vent that when you put it on camera and you demonstrate how it works, it's so Impressive. People just look at this like I want it. Like they believe you. Mm-hmm. Seeing is believing. So give. I mean, now you can take a picture of yeah. it. You can put it on a Facebook. You can put it on a website. You can actually get sales.
0: I love that. And you're kind of zooming in on one particular detail of a, a, a total roofing system, right? And like these little details really can sell deals for you. You know, like hundred percent. Like if if you're the type of person that uses a perma boot or like you have a particular these little details you can zoom in on stuff and and really like blow it and show them. This is what makes us different. We
1: use this. Especially if you can visualize it Yeah. because like I'll give you an example. Um, Years ago when I had my roofing company, we were doing solar tubes, you know, like imagine you have a roof and you have a dark room in your house that doesn't get enough sunlight. Well, as a roofer, you can install a solar tube. You know, it's minimal work. You can actually become solar tube company. It goes like, that. I mean, it's, yeah. You, yeah, it's like look, a they're light. Nice. Yeah. They're super nice. How many roofers are doing it? Yeah. 1%? But I would rather be a solar tube advertising company than a roofing advertising company. And guess what? Who is doing solar tubes? Roofing companies. It's a roofing product. It Penetrates your roof. So the point is, find a niche, find something that works. It could be a roof cleaning. It could be copper uh, bridge at the top, but something that clicks in marketing, we call it visual hammer. Mm. You see the image, like yeah. you, it, it clicks. Mm. I love that. Any other
0: marketing or lead gen fails that you've been getting? Cause you, what I always find interesting about your phone blows up. Yes. Your, your emails go nuts, your texts, your people call you and they wanna talk about it. And the first one that happens, you're probably not gonna be like, that company is awful or whatever. And I'm, I'm not actually looking for names, but I'm saying like, what categories of things have been lead gen fails that people keep talking to you about?
1: Well, recently lots of website companies, mm-hmm so what i found is uh nobody wants like mark website builders became greedier and greedier Mm -hmm. so like five years ago seven years ago you could find someone to build a website for thousand for two thousand then price went like five grand right ten we sell
0: websites for for 20 but we break it down by a month it's 1665 a month anyways
1: sure well <laughs> but it's not about but we it. have good
0: ingredients we have actual designers and developers it's completely of course. custom but, but it,
1: i'm not even talking about the price only about the price but what i see now you see different packages now what the marketer of website builders doing especially bad ones they hook you up like on a very expensive pl- like pretty much it's $5,000 a month mm-hmm. for an entire year, mm-hmm. or it could be seven, it could be 10,000. Like they get more and more, expensive. and then you have no control, you have no leverage. So they control your website. Uh, they will take like uh, Drive Social is a great example. There's many, many companies like Drive Social. So they take your money, after four months, you still might not have a website. So you pay 20 grand, you still don't have a website, but you still have to pay the rest 40. Mm. Right, so zero results, zero accountability. Uh, we talked
0: about people that once, like if, you, if they have a monthly thing and you're like 14 months in, you're like, I'm not paying that monthly thing. Exactly. There's been a number of these companies that will just take down your website. Yep. And They hold you hostage. Yeah, which I think is also, like you should own your website. And uh, there's big ones and small ones. And I could say names, but just know that if somebody's, Talking about like,
1: read that the, contract yeah, yeah. in the beginning and why? Why and ask, the, do do I own my website if I leave here? Well, the most important question to ask, and and also does it, how does it connect to results? Mm. Because they don't want to guarantee results. Results are different. Like well, yeah, but my paycheck is not different. Like I'm paying you five K a month. So what will happen if I only have ten leads? Like what will happen? If entire year I only have 10 phone calls, are you going to give me money back? Am I paying $60,000 for 10 leads, $6,000 per phone call? Oh, that's not going to happen. So if you're so sure it's not going to happen, what are you sure? Like, are we talking about hundreds of leads? Like-
0: I need you to, I need you to come in here and craft our guarantee with me. Cause for, for EOS and traction, I'm really a big fan of EOS and traction there's, you're supposed to have a guarantee, but it is terrifying. I'll be honest. It's terrifying. Like, I want to be like, it's 25% more leads guaranteed. And then like, we just, there's a certain level. Like that's why we stop the super early companies from coming in here. Cause I'm just like, it doesn't make sense financially. Cause mm-hmm. if we're 5% of your revenue, you only have a million dollars. then it may, might not make sense to work with us. And that's why like, but yeah, it's just the, the, num- the math doesn't math in that situation, but for a little bit bigger companies, it does. If you're not using Company Cam, you're in the old ways. You know, if you are taking pictures, you're going through extra steps of having to download them on a computer, having to email them out to people, show somebody, print them out, whatever it is. Company Cam has everything you want.
1: And that's uh, the biggest uh, differentiator between good and bad guys between someone like you and everyone else. As a matter of fact, even Lee Hate, I'll throw him in his, this category. Not everyone is your client. You have, to, like, just because you have product does not mean that you can sell it to everyone. Like, Lee hates be- be- the worst enemy is himself and his sales system. He takes money from absolutely everyone. So, and his package is like 60 grand. The problem is he doesn't give refunds. So his program will work for some people. So let's say one in three will make it work and he'll get good testimonial out of it. Like, but some people on a higher level, like for example, I can afford to pay $50,000 to mentor. I'll learn two things from him and I'll give him credit. Okay, it was worth it. But if you take a guy who does one million a sale a year and you know, you grab 20 grand from him, Lee will grab 60 grand from me, you're gonna make that guy broke. He was not your cousin. And this, this is the complaints I get on Lee. So he takes money and then people comes like, hey, he ruined my business. I hate it because 60 grand is all they have and Lee refuses to pay them back. So they try to sue him, get money back. And does Lee have good success stories? Yes. But imagine yourself, if you would take money from every single person who wanted to hire you, including- We, we turned
0: down like five out of 10 just out the door. Exactly, but, yeah.
1: but, but imagine if you didn't you would be richer, but the amount of complaints about yep. refunds, you know. And and
0: that's why, I, I, on average, I do like a lot of, I keep on, I always bring this up, but I, I like niche players because at least they have to face the music yep. about their reputation in roofing. There's other people that we don't know because they went on to the next niche. They went hey. on to dentistry. You know what I mean? Like, there's guys out there that have come to me for advice, marketing agency owners, and I, I'm like, stop switching niches. Like that's not a, that's not a strategy. Figure it out. Figure it out get good with your, try to make your reputation better and stick it, you know? And I, that's one thing I would tell just other marketing agencies. Cause there'll be a few that watch this. I just think getting better about turning people down where, you know, like try mm. to do the math on ROI. And like, for me, I'm trying to hit at least five, like five X on ROI. Like I, if I don't feel like I can do that, we're really nice about it, but we do turn people down and it's, we turn a lot of people down and that's okay. That's fine. We're trying to make people money and then make our reputation better. And that's what we're working on. I want to, that being said, sure. with Lee, cause I don't know that much about Lee and he might be on this podcast. Sure. So what about caveat emptor, which is a Latin for essentially it's on the buyer of a service you have a personal responsibility sure. to not make dumb decisions. There are, there are people, and this is, this gets dicey sure. for me to talk sure. about, but there are people that keep on every single vendor that they ever hire sure. is wrong, it's bad. And I, when people come in here and they're like, the last three marketing agencies were terrible. I'm like, I but, don't know. I'm not, I'm not gonna like fix this entire I, thing. I get it. Yeah.
1: But with Lee, it's also opposite. You, his track record. this speaks for itself. Like. Yeah. And his track record, what I've noticed for the past seven, eight years, he, he's open about it. He pretty much says that one out of three sales reps will stick. So that's why but it, sorry,
0: I'm saying more about the general idea,
1: but, like, but the same, yeah. the same, the same thing. So you can, it goes both ways. So like if you over promise and under deliver, you're going to have, you know, big turnover in customers, A lot, you know, that's how you're going to become three, two-star coach, or three, two-star business, because you cannot always blame your consumer. Yes, there's going to be guys who you can't please, but it's your job to filter them. Now, my answer to that is, there are guys who just keeps going from, you know, they change CRMs, they change website companies, you know, they go, but there's also business owners who sell hype, pure hype. If I come to you and I say, I'm gonna make a millionaire, I know how to do this, right? If I'm selling you an idea and I'm overconfident, and then on the back end, it's water, it's mediocre results, you're gonna be disappointed, right? And you can see both sides. So both sides have a track record. The seller has a track record of maybe conceiving or lying to his clients. Marketing companies are known for it. And then there's a buyer who's also have a track record, so it's both have to do the homework.
0: Yeah, I I, lo- I love that. So if you have a track record and it ends up being like I hate every vendor that I go with, then that people aren't going to trust your of course your hate on it anymore. But I also it's funny rumors do that with homeowners. Like I've seen a few groups pop up that are like homeowners are always yeah, bad or tell me about like that like let's talk about particular homeowners. <laughs> That's always funny. They're like they do a group and they're like this homeowner lied and like didn't pay their invoice or something. It's like, well, we're not going to, I don't think we're going to get to have a site like that. But if you, if we figure out how to do it, then that'd be, yep. that'd be funny. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I appreciate you joining. Thank you for taking the time today. And by the way, uh, If you could, you want to throw out a plug for marketing fitness because we were just on marketing fitness, and that's why.
1: So, we do uh, marketing fitness as my news program where we do stuff every single week. I drop five videos on Monday, and by Friday, it's 10 15 minutes of your time. We give you the X Monday is a social media day, Tuesday is search engine day, Wednesday, traditional marketing, Thursday is video content, and Friday we finish it uh, with a niche marketing. Like, I I share what I find works, I give you examples, I give you scripts. I took market fitness approach to marketing. For me, marketing just like fitness, I have to work out every day, and I have to advertise and market myself every day. So that's my approach to life. And if you want me to advertise, approach like your marketing with you, like let's do it together. That's marketing fitness.
0: And did you say directory uh, contractors? Yeah, it's free? free. It's
1: free for directory contractors, and it's forty-nine dollars a month for everybody else.
0: That's an insanely good deal. <laughs> Check it out. All right, thank you, sir. Thank you. Absolutely.